Broadcasting to the Gumbo Nation for six plus years. Everybody, come on, let's get down. Providing education and options to listeners throughout the Gulf Coast and the nation. Mortgage Gumbo is brought to you live weekly by the Total Home Authority. Team Title, Tito's Homemade Vodka, TWFG Bidenkopf Insurance Group, The Fence King, 360 Home Inspection Services, and Bienvenue Plumbing. Mortgage Gumbo is the leading authority for all things home-related. So, let's spice up that bowl of mortgage awareness with the man who is high in mortgage knowledge, yet heightened hair challenged. The man who only knows how to put the client first. The true definition of a face for radio. The leader of the Gumbo Nation, Dwayne Stein. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein on iHeartRadio. And I'm your host, Dwayne Stein, the Gulf South Mortgage Authority. If you're looking to be on the show, 504-260-0995. Or you can shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. Also, you can keep up with events and in the know and all the podcast and previous shows by visiting mortgagegumbo.com click on the rue newsletter sign up for that there or click on past shows on the show today we have put together the greatest show ever i know i said that last week but that's was until this week so on the show today the greatest show ever we are going to be discussing how to navigate through a purchase agreement What is a purchase agreement? What's in a purchase agreement? How do you navigate through it? How do you cancel a contract? What are mistakes that are in a purchase agreement? These are all things that I've seen over the years that I'm going to bring to you and help you with here today on Mortgage Gumbo. It's the educational piece today. It's not necessarily the options, but the educational piece. And we would hope most of you... Agents know how to do this, but you'd be amazed. We see some mistakes. So we're going to be sharing that today. We're going to get to our mailbag. we got some great questions. Also, hey, 12 days before Christmas, are you ready? Look, I haven't even started thinking about it yet. Just being honest. Just being honest. Have not even thought about it. But as I have told many of you, as a single gentleman, I have perfected The woe is me, I will walk in, all my gifts will be in my back pocket as part of a gift card. They love it. The nieces, the nephews are like, yay, he's here, great. How much money am I getting this year? That's all they care about, folks. You know that. I mean, I remember when my kid was young at Christmas and trying to figure out what you're going to buy them. Is it, you know, you're going to buy them the Einstein's this and that. And you basically gave them a pencil and paper, and they were happy. Yet I'm looking at hundreds of, gift, hundreds of dollars of gifts that didn't even look at, unless you've started flashing lights and different things like that. So we're going to give you some credit tips for the 12 days before Christmas. Real estate. I mean, should you invest in real estate? I mean, we've got some numbers here. Heck, I'll jump into it right now just to tell you. Listen to this. Household net worth hits $123 trillion in the third quarter. Total American net worth rose $123 trillion. According to the Federal Reserve, figures that were released just on Friday. That's an increase of $3.8 trillion or $3.2 trillion. Folks, this is amongst the stock market uh, surge, what we're seeing. Unbelievable recovery since the pandemic announcement back in the beginning of March when we all thought we were going to die. The world was coming to an end. Yet household net worth is up $123 trillion just in the third quarter. 
That's up over 3% from the second quarter and up almost 8% from the same time last year. I mean, when you think about this, the GDP exploded from July through September by 33%. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable numbers. And household debt improved incredibly. Over 5% in household debt. See, that's not a bad thing. That means people, homeowners, people doing loans, people spending money, people fixing up their house. That's a great thing. That is a great thing. And when you look at this, it's going to, in my opinion, what we have right now, this is the where are we going to go from here? What is the fourth quarter going to show? That's what we want to look at. Hey, are we still continuing up on that trajectory? I think we're going to see it through the end of the year. Then we hold on. Then we hold on. And everybody says, well, Dwayne, rates are going to stay low. Yeah, rates are going to stay low. I'm not worried about the number on a piece of paper. I'm worried about all my fellow neighbors and everybody that lives around me. Hey, are we going to have jobs? Are they going to be able to stay employed? Right? I mean, you're seeing all these restaurants, everything like this, these 90-year-old restaurants across the country, here locally and all that, that are shutting down. So... There's some big things there. So I I don't want to poo-poo on today's show because this is a great thing. When household net worth hits $123 trillion, and most of that is because of household debt, meaning refinances, meaning purchases, that is a great, great thing. That is a great thing. We had our home buying credit webinar this past week, so more than 50 people attended that. Again, go to MortgageGumbo.com, click on events, and you can find out when we're having our next event. Or shoot an email to info at MortgageGumbo.com. We had a great event. We made a lot of progress. We helped a lot of people out. We got a lot of questions answered. And I'm going to share some of those with you uh, today on the show. But right now, you're seeing when it comes to interest rates and where we're at right now, I mean, you're seeing absolute wins across the board. Every which way you look. Conventional, FHA, VA. Construction loans, renovation loans. It's wins across the board. So now is the time to take full advantage. Full advantage. Credit scores are higher than where they've been. Ever, which is a win. And I've got some data that I'm going to try to break down for us in an upcoming show, basically breaking it down by different generations. And it's really kind of crazy to see. It really is. But the last couple weeks shows and today's shows, the biggest thing that we're wanting to help you do is understand that this, this we're no longer in a hey, springs the buying season. No, we're not. Especially now with schools. Listen, I mean, if your kid's homeschooling right now, right, and you're doing the homeschool thing, okay, what's the big deal? What's what's the biggest thing about what? why do we have to worry about, well, we don't want to take them out of this school and put them into a new school in the middle of the school year and all that. They're at home. So that's why you're really seeing purchase of contracts right now for us over here at Mortgage Gumbo, Zach Cam, or through the roof. So that's why I've wanted to make sure we're not sitting here in a lot of the, the topics that we cover, usually in the spring. I'm pushing these things forward. Because what we have now is we've got some opportunities now to kind of help you understand. That's why we're sharing how to navigate through purchase agreements. Right? That's why we want to help you now with, hey, here's some of the 12 credit tips before Christmas. Let me 
throw this question out as I, I'm looking at something in front of me, and we'll, we'll get into this by the numbers, but 43% of recent college graduates with jobs under the age of 28 surveyed last month. No, I'm sorry, surveyed in September or working jobs that do not require a college degree. So for folks like me who have a son that's a freshman in college, and I got woken up every day by my mom, wake up, got to go to school, make A's so you can go to college every single day of my life. Is that paper worth it now? Is it, or is it just, hey, go to college, hang out, get the diploma? Is that piece of paper worth it? Who'd have thought that that would ever come into question that is a college degree worth it? But, you know, for me, my question is, hey, why go? Why go? And I don't know what the future holds, but four years from now, when it's time for my son to go to college, do I want to take on 150 grand for what? For him to get out of school and maybe get out of school and work at a job that he don't require uh, uh, and and maybe have some debt, stuff like that? I don't know. Just something to think about. Love to hear your thoughts on that. James, Kyle, Regina, I see you. Hey, thanks for hanging out. Hey, listen, if you're on Facebook, Cam, or any of the social networks, shoot me a question. We'll get to them through uh, – we've got the ability to answer some questions through there. So I know, Regina, hey, study hard, go to college. I get it. Hey, on the other side of the break, we're going to get into some tips for Christmas. It's Christmas season. Ain't no bah humbug on this show. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein on iHeartRadio. 504-260-0995 504-260-0995 or shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo Jack in. The neighbors might think Baby, it's bad out there Say what's in this drink What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. Repeat after me. Snap, send, and save dadcom. Stop wondering if you should refinance, if it's worth it. Can I become a homeowner? In less than 30 seconds on Snap, Send, and Save Dadcom, we can help you with personalized options to show you potential savings and just how much buying power you may have. Visit Snap, Send, and Save Dadcom. It's that easy. Quality, value, responsiveness. These are just a few of the words from the 170 plus five-star reviews on Google for the Fence King. With his amazing virtual fence designer, you can create your own home surroundings with no high-pressure sales. Visit FenceThisYard.com. Now offering tropical storm and hurricane-proof posts. You'll feel like royalty when your kingdom's surrounded by quality. FenceThisYard.com. Give me a T. T. E. A. M. What's it spelled? T. And it's also the name of the title company that I trust with my clients. Since 2004, Team Title has serviced Louisiana with a large network of attorneys and notaries. With locations in both Covington and Metairie, Team Title is in your neighborhood. So call today, 985-327-7227 or visit TeamTitleLLC.com. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. And I got two words for you. Russia, smusha. No, we're not talking politics. We're talking vodka. And when it comes to vodka, I buy American every time. And my choice is Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's America's original craft vodka. It mixes well, and it's oh so smooth on the lips. And it's gluten-free. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. Listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995, or shoot an email to info at mortgagegumbo.com. This segment's brought to you by The Fence King. Visit fencethisyard.com. Fencethisyard.com. 20 years of experience, 170-plus five-star Facebook and Google reviews, one-of-a-kind virtual fence designer. I've used it myself. Absolutely zero high-pressure sales. 
somehow you zoom in on your property, you're able to use this fence designer, and then they send you a quote. It's absolutely amazing. Also now offering tropical storm and hurricane posts, and his work always comes with a warranty. Visit fencedishyard.com. All right, hey, 12 days to Christmas. We held our home buying webinar. I got a couple questions there, but let's knock these let's knock these out uh, real quick. Twelve tips for the twelve days of Christmas. Number one, budget. Listen, you don't have to wait till December to figure out what you're going to spend. Figure that out in January and divide it by twelve. I know most of you telling me, whatever, shut up. I get it. I'm just, look, I'm re, look, I didn't put this together. This is something I found on some little blog here. So that's what I'm looking at here. Number two, make a list. Check it twice. Surprise purchases tend to be a problem when keeping a budget. So find the easiest way to maintain your list. Number three, compare prices. This is an absolute no-brainer. Always make sure you are comparing prices. You want to make sure, no matter what, you don't want to be that foolish buyer, okay? No matter what, don't just go out and buy the first time you see. Do your homework. Pay cash. Yeah, right. I hear you. So, I mean, see that? I, I Look, I'm reading them, but it doesn't mean I got to agree with them. Pay cash. Look, nobody's got cash anymore. Avoid overspending on credit cards. No, what you do is you do like I taught you last week, and you spend the four or five days after your billing cycle, and then you get 45 to 60 days same as cash. So that's dumb. But see, I, I, I'm reading them to you, and I'm, I'm agreeing with you or not. Save money. Of course, you want to save money. Like I said earlier, try to divide it out by 12 and go that way. Search for sales online and in-store. These day, days, retail shopping is gigantic, gigantic. So it's easy to find sales, okay? Number eight, caution, buy now, pay later. Many retail offers ways to purchase now and pay for it later. Read that small print. You got to be careful with that same as cash stuff, especially if it's not a big ticket item. You know, back in the day, they had things called layaway. I don't know if that stuff's still around or not, but you got to be careful because if you don't meet it by a certain time, you're going to be SOL, so to speak, and you're going to be paying a lot of interest. Track your spending. You know, get together. Look, it doesn't have to be some Excel spreadsheet. I know a lot of my engineers and stuff like that out there, when I meet with them, they break it down. But look at it. Track as you spend. Write it down. Keep in mind. Are you spending more on Susie than you are on Michael? listen, that just means you love Susie more. You got to deal with that. Know what you owe. We talked about this last week. What you're spending today on Christmas of 2020, I bet a lot of us are still paying for 2019. That's called pyramiding. Do you just keep stacking it on top? Well, eventually you're going to run out of space to pay it back. So that's where you got to make sure that you know what you're owing and documenting and budgeting for January, March. I mean, January, February, March. What are those statements going to look like? And then last but not least, talk with your accountant, whatever. I mean, that's how many people have accountants? That's just stupid. Here's some questions that came up that I love to share when we have our webinars. I love to share these. And Here is a great question. We've talked about this a ton of times on the show, but I want to share it again because I think it's relevant. What is the difference between a soft pull and a hard pull inquiry? Great question. So a soft pull is what you get every month, so to speak, through maybe your credit karmas, through your credit reporting agencies, where you're finding out what is my credit. A soft pull is what you get when you apply for a job. These are where no credit decision is being made. That is a soft pull if a credit decision is not being made. A hard pull is when you apply for credit. Keep that in mind. If I am applying for something, that is going to be a hard pull. 
if I'm reviewing something, that is a soft pull. Okay? Or if you're going for a job or something like that, that is a soft pull. So that is why there's such a discrepancy, and we cover this in detail during the home buying uh, web, I mean, during the All About Credit webinar. I'm sorry, I said home buying webinar earlier. The All About Credit webinar, we talk about that. Because while these credit reporting agencies that run your credit and tell you what your score are, 99% of the time when they come in and they apply for credit with me, it's a lot higher. Right? They stay reporting that their score is a lot higher than what it actually is because those are soft pulls. They have no way of knowing different things on what's being paid, how it's being paid, if you've applied for anything new. So keep that in mind. That is a great, great question that came over. And here's something that I got after the webinar as well. Dwayne, thanks for tonight's webinar, blah, 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 all that, yay. Okay. I have a great credit score, 740. As you said, walk on water, which y'all know if you talk to me personally, you go, I tell you, hey, 740, you walk on water. My girlfriend is below a 600. We are getting married next summer, but want to buy a house. What I need to know is, what advice do you have? All right, couple things here. Let's give you the politically correct answer. Politically correct, hey, listen, let's look at her credit scores and let's see how we can improve them. Right? But keep in mind right now, you are not married. So the politically correct answer to your question is, I've got a 740, she's below a 600, we want to buy a house before we get married next summer. What can we do? Politically correct answer is, we've got to get her credit score up. If, is she employed, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Now, that's politically correct. We've met all the iHeartRadio requirements. Now, here's some fact. Brother, we got to get income in because if your income qualifies y'all for the house, we need to buy the house before you get married. Because if we need her income by some reason, we either got to get her credit score up or you're going to have to come up with a bigger down payment and go conventional. Because once y'all married, now we got to look at y'all together. Right now, you're in essence, we know you're in love. Y'all hold hands when you walk around, right? You still, you know, y'all, y'all just absolutely admire each other. You're probably out doing cake tastings. But what you need to make sure is this. We got if she if we need her income, we got to get her credit score up. Otherwise, we need to strongly look at buying this house before you get married. And then after you get married, hey, we can add her to the title. We can look at you doing a donation after the fact. And you could only do that, okay, before you're married, you're open for every program. Again, I don't know what your income is, but you got a 740 score, so you qualify for every program out there. So we got to see what your income is to see what your buying power is. Because once you get married, government loans such as FHA, rural development, hey, even if you're a veteran, if you get married and then you go to buy the house, we've got to count. We don't have to count her credit score, but we've got to count her debts. So now that means if her debts are bad and we can't use her income, We can take her off, but we still got to use her debt. So you have to, from a qualifying purpose, you have to be able to cover all her debt. So right now is the time for us to really sit down and really dig through what we have to do. Now is the time for us to be looking at that before you get married. But, man, that is an excellent question. So politically, let's go over it again. Hey, let's look at our credit score and see what we can do to get it improved. We got somebody's credit score up this week, 32 points. Did not cost them one red cent. You know what we did? We shifted some balances around on their 
credit cards. That's all we did, and 32 points of improvement. The lender you're working with, are they doing that? And they were qualifying. But you know what? They were qualifying at a 630. Now we got them above a 660. Rates a half a percent better. They qualify with more investors. Lower down payment. This isn't a drive through We're mortgage advisors over here at Mortgage Gumbo. Hey, on the other side of the break, we're going to get into our main topic. You do not want to miss it, navigating through a purchase agreement. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. Repeat after me. Snap, send, and save dot com. Stop wondering if you should refinance, if it's worth it. Can I become a homeowner? In less than 30 seconds on Snap, Send, and Save dot com, we can help you with personalized options to show you potential savings and just how much buying power you may have. Visit Snap, Send, and Save dot com. It's that easy. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. And when purchasing a home, don't take a shortcut. That's why when it comes to inspecting your home, I recommend 360 Home Inspection Services. James and his team offer free warranties with every inspection. That includes thermal imaging, video pipe, mold, and insect, even swimming pools. So call today, 985-869-2530, or visit 360inspector.net. Give me a T. T. E. A. M. What's it spelled? T. And it's also the name of the title company that I trust with my clients. Since 2004, Team Title has serviced Louisiana with a large network of attorneys and notaries. With locations in both Covington and Metairie, Team Title is in your neighborhood. So call today, 985-327-7227 or visit TeamTitleLLC.com. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. And I got two words for you. Russia, smusha. No, we're not talking politics. We're talking vodka. And when it comes to vodka, I buy American every time. And my choice is Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's America's original craft vodka. It mixes well, and it's oh so smooth on the lips. And it's gluten-free. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. The views of Dwayne Stein are for entertainment purposes only and are not necessarily those of Cross Country Mortgage, Inc. Cross Country Mortgage, Inc. is NMLS number 3029. Dwayne Stein is NMLS number 175109. To verify licensing, please visit NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Cross Country Mortgage, Inc. is an equal housing opportunity lender. All programs, rates, and terms discussed on this program are subject to change, subject to certain restrictions, and subject to underwritten approval. For additional information on any of the programs discussed, please call 504 206 we're back <clears throat> you're listening to mortgage gumbo with Dwayne stein right here on iHeartRadio radio 504-260-0995 hey got a qu- couple questions uh in uh over again you could ask questions through any of our uh any of our sites there so we'll get to those in a second this segment's brought to you by Bienvenue Plumbing and Repairs. Visit BienvenuePlumbing.com. 20-plus years, Mark has built his business based on three words. Reliability, professionalism, and affordability. I should say three actions. Again, reliability, professionalism, affordability. You can trust Mark and his licensed and insured team. They're the best. Visit BienvenuePlumbing.com. Hey, let's get into our weekly segment we like to call Rate Watch. Now you're talking 30-year conventional, 2.79. 15-year, 2.35. FHA, 2.30. Jumbo, 3.13. 51 arm, 2.47. You'd be naive. And then VA continues to be low to mid twos. Absolutely, when it comes to VA Earls, uh, it's amazing the programs right now. 
So enough about rates outside of they're amazing. So listen, just got a question, and, it, and these are the kind of questions that we handle on a weekly basis, all right? So this comes from James. Hey, he's got 11 years left on a mortgage at 3.5%. He's got an offer to go eight years at 225 Should I refinance? So there's a couple things that I would recommend to James to consider before doing that. Number one, Chances are if he's considering refinance, I'm going to assume this is probably his forever home because he's trying to get it paid off. I don't know James's age. Maybe he's close to retirement or something like that. But what I would look at in that situation is, while the number on a piece of paper is great, I'm going to want to talk to James and look at what is the cost to do that. Because while I want to make everybody alone, I'm not going to sacrifice what's doing right for someone. And I tell people a lot of times during the week, Listen, you're in good shape. Yeah, the number on a piece of paper is prettier than what you've got right now, but especially for folks that have been paying on these things for years, what's the benefit versus the cost? That's what you've got to look look at. That's the difference of when you work with a loan officer versus when you work with someone like me who's a mortgage advisor. Right, My job is to counsel you. My job is to let you know what's the right thing to do. Not try to jam a loan by showing you a number on a piece of paper. So in this situation, what I would say is, listen, let's look at the entire picture. Let's see exactly where we're at. And Because before we do anything, what I want to make sure that we're doing is doing a cost analysis for him. Because he may be able to just pay a little bit extra on where he's at right now and get out of the thing, especially when you got 11 years left. It's not like he's saying 29. Okay, so any of those questions, listen, those all come in, info at mortgagegumbo.com. So let's get back into our main topic this week, which is what's a real estate purchase agreement and really how to navigate through a purchase agreement. Okay, so these are legally binding. I'm going to tell you what's in them first. Then we're going to break it down for you. Okay, but a purchase agreement is a legally, a legal binding contract. Okay, so what's usually in there? Some of the details, names of the parties, description of the property, which is usually the legal description, not just the address, and the purchase price. The rights and obligations of the parties. The conditions of the property, including what is and is not included in the sale. We touched on that last week. It's called contingencies. We'll we'll get to that. The amount of earnest money deposit. We spoke about that and we'll, we'll touch on that. Because this week we saw saw two people put up gigantic earnest money deposits because they wanted the house. And they were able to get it because of their uh, upfront deposit. The proposed closing date. And then the terms under which the buyer can take possession of the house. So let's kind of go through these. All right, and number one, what I'm going to say with a purchase agreement is this. You've got to make sure, just like Gregory talks about all the time, the return on your the return of your money is more important than the return on your money. So what are your outs? How do I get out when things are going bad? Right? That's where when you're working with a fantastic agent, they maybe have some outs for you. Because sometimes it's more than just, oh, I lost my $500 deposit. So what are your outs? So let's kind of go through this and break it down for you, okay? So the names, the parties, the descriptions of the property, and the purchase price. Listen, that's kind of common sense stuff there. The condition of the property, including what is and what is not included. So this comes back to... The contingencies we touched on last week, okay? So you have to make sure 
and a lot of agents don't realize this. But don't make don't assume when you're going through the house and it's fully furnished that that stuff's just going to come with it. That that TV or that house, it may be staged. You got to make sure that that does not that is not I mean try not to call me. I'm in the middle of doing my show right now. All right. Live radio. So you've got contingencies there, so you want to make sure what is or what's not included. So maybe if you are negotiating that TV, the sofa, the bedroom set, maybe some furniture or something like that, pictures. I've seen barbecue pits, outdoor ranges, different things like that. But here's what you have to make sure. There cannot be any cash value on them. It has to be included in the contract. Zero cash value. Because if they put cash value on it, the house has to appraise covering that amount. So for newer realtors, newer agents, make sure you're aware of that. That's why I like when those kind of things are getting done. You could say refrigerator, stove, microwave will remain. But any of the other things... Throw that stuff in an addendum and there, because there could be no cash value. If you say it's $5,000 worth of stuff and the house is selling for 100000 and it appraises for hundred grand, but you've got written in there that it's $5,000, that can really, that can screw up your deal because now you're not covering it because you put cash value on it. The amount of the earnest money deposit check. This is usually left with the seller agent or the title company that will be handling the closing. Please be careful here. Because I've seen them from 5,000 to 25,000. Heck, myself, when I moved over to the North Shore after Katrina wiped me out over on the South Shore, you know what I put down? I put down thirty grand to hold a house because everybody was trying to get over here. So the good news is a lot of times that may be your money you could turn around and use as part of your down payment. We had a client this week going in. Up against several people buying a foreclosed property. You know what? Stepped up and said, here's my deposit. Here's my pre-approval letter from Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein, and I'm putting down this deposit amount. Now, they, they came back and said, okay, you need to show it. Sent over the bank account. Boom. Showed he had the money. Everything's kumbaya, akuna matata. It's perfect. So, but when it comes to the earnest money deposit, just understand. Be careful not to go overboard. And that's where it comes back to that agent we're going to get to in a second when taking possession has some of those outs for you as well. Proposed closing date. Hey, you know what? We'll cover the rest of these and get into a little bit more detail. We're up against a break, so I don't want to get all jacked up on this hey you're listening to mortgage gumbo we're helping you navigate a real estate purchase agreement we're helping you navigate a real estate purchase agreement you still got one segment left you're listening to mortgage gumbo with Dwayne stein 504-260-0995 or shoot an email to info at mortgage gumbo What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. Repeat after me. Snap, send, and save dadcom. Stop wondering if you should refinance, if it's worth it. Can I become a homeowner? In less than 30 seconds on Snap, Send, and Save dadcom, we can help you with personalized options to show you potential savings and just how much buying power you may have. Visit Snap, Send, and Save dadcom. It's that easy. 
quality, value, responsiveness. These are just a few of the words from the 170 plus five-star reviews on Google for the Fence King. With his amazing virtual fence designer, you can create your own home surroundings with no high-pressure sales. Visit FenceThisYard.com. Now offering tropical storm and hurricane-proof posts. You'll feel like royalty when your kingdom's surrounded by quality. Fence this yard, dad cam. Give me a T. T. E. A. M. What's it spelled? T. And it's also the name of the title company that I trust with my clients. Since 2004, Team Title has serviced Louisiana with a large network of attorneys and notaries. With locations in both Covington and Metairie, Team Title is in your neighborhood. So call today, 985-327-7227 or visit TeamTitleLLC.com. What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? This is Dwayne Stein of Mortgage Gumbo. And I got two words for you. Russia, smusha. No, we're not talking politics. We're talking vodka. And when it comes to vodka, I buy American every time. And my choice is Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's America's original craft vodka. It mixes well, and it's oh so smooth on the lips. And it's gluten-free. Visit MortgageGumbo.com. Bring it, Santa. We're back. Your final segment of the greatest show ever. Until next Saturday. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. 504-260-0995. And we are helping you navigate through a purchase agreement. So let's jump back into this. One of the items we're discussing is your proposed closing date. Okay. Listen up, everybody. This is where we like to brag a little bit here with my team over at Mortgage Gumbo because our average closing time is under 20 days, but the national average is 40-plus days. So with that being said, make sure that when this contract is being written, it's being written with a reasonable time. Now, just because we close loans in 20 days, doesn't mean I'm sitting here saying, hey, go write every single contract that you got. Put 20 days on it. Heck, we just did one in 13. 13 days. That's including weekends. How sick is that? But you want to make sure that you're reasonable, and here's why. As the buyer and the seller, okay, number one is the buyer, if you don't give them reasonable time for them to get approved, they actually can legally get out of the contract. Right? So if you're the buyer and it's unreasonable, the seller could say, nope, I'm not selling it to you. And then maybe they could take advantage with a backup offer or something like that. If you're the buyer, you want to give them reasonable time because you don't want them to walk, especially if you've got somebody that's approved. So you got to make sure what what you're looking at is reasonable timing. Reasonable timing. Because you want to make sure that you're getting your your locks correct. You want to make sure that your lock dates uh your lock is simultaneous with your purchase. So that way you get that fantastic low rate, there's no extensions or anything like that. So make sure that it's reasonable. Another item when navigating through a purchase agreement is the terms under which the buyer can take possession of the property. So now we start kind of getting into what some of these contingencies are, right? So, and we discussed this when making an offer. So one of the biggest ones is this, and I'm going to say this very slowly because I want everybody to hear it. Outside of VA, which requires a inspection, you've got to be careful. You want to make sure that when you're doing your inspection, we recommend, let me be very, very clear, as a lender, 
when you work with Mortgage Gumbo, we recommend an inspection. We do not, I repeat, we do not require. Now, hey, our folks use 360 home inspections, goes out there, looks at it for you to make sure. I think you would be absolutely naive to make the largest purchase of your life or one of the largest investments of your life and not get an inspection. So the reason I tell you this is the reason being is in your purchase agreement, you need to make sure that your agent is being reasonable with what they are putting in the agreement. Okay? Make sure they give you reasonable enough inspection time. Don't give yourself two days from the time you sign the contract to have an inspection done. You may not be able to get somebody out there. You want to do usually 10 to 15 days. And then you want to write up what is the response time going to be. Now you put the pressure as the buyer on the seller. You're not going to give them 20 days or 10 days to respond. You're going to give them 24 hours, maybe 48 Because chances are they already know what's going on with the house. And you've already looked at what they call a property disclosure to see if there was ever any flood damage, termite damage, lead, paint, any of those things. So the inspection is huge on a purchase agreement. 99% of the time, that is your out. If it's something major. Now, if it's an outlet needs to be replaced, uh, I want a new attic ladder, something like that, uh, you know, okay. Those are usually work through. For instance, we had one this this week. Hey, they found something with the AC was going to cost about a thousand bucks. They wrote up the addendum. And then they just, the seller's going to, offer a little bit more towards their closing costs that was still within their number. So you've got to make sure when it comes to inspections, a lot of times this is going to be your out. Inspections is when you could then go ask for some of these other things. Because a lot of times if you're buying a used house, and not a brand new market house. Look, we've seen inspections go bad on brand new construction. But a lot of times, it's lipstick on a pig. I was talking to an inspector last night <clears throat> and was telling me about how the outlets were acting kind of weird. When he got in, he looked into it. All these wires were spliced together. Some weekend job that they were splicing wires together just so they could get the outlets to work. They were fire hazards left and right. You can't just splice together wires to make an outlet work. No junction boxes, nothing to protect, nothing to, you know, fire hazards. One light switch wasn't working, was causing other things to happen. There was a drone, a roof. They showed one foot of the roof, one square foot of the roof. They thought they saw some water damage. They looked into it. The whole inside of the roof was rotten and termite damage. You wouldn't see that walking through. But now they were able to negotiate. They're still getting a house. Listen, inspector's job's on to kill the deal, but it's to protect you. So those are things when you start talking about how do you take that possession and making sure that the house is where. And then what you do is, not only that, when you get the response, then they've got so many days to get that work done. And again, if they don't hit it at that time, then we're up against another decision. Is this something we want to move forward with or not? So in review, let's just kind of make sure. Some highlights here with the purchase agreement. Okay? Make sure you understand or do not assume that everything that's in that property is coming with. 
If you want it, ask for it. It's a, called a contingency. And contingencies are also what earnest money is, what inspections are. So do not assume. Make sure that you have your outs on your contract because it's just like investment. It, just like houses is your largest investment. So you know what? The return of your money is more important than the return on your money. And there could be cute little words in there on the contract. This contract is agreed that based on appraisal, appraising at purchase price. You know, if it comes in below, then you've got to look at and be willing to negotiate with them. Because you don't want to be stuck trying to buy a house that's below. No bank's going to give you a hundred grand for a house that's worth ninety-five. Okay, your earnest money deposit. Make sure you leave one out with the title company. Make sure you get with your lender and go. Listen, I put up ten grand. But I'm going to need to make sure that that earnest money also counts towards my down payment. Make sure you've got that straight with your lender. And anything that you're asking for in the property, I'll leave you with this. Make sure there's no cash value. And then, heck, last but not least, make sure your agent, your realtor, knows if they're asking for closing costs, it's in the contract how much they are going to pay, but please make sure the agent knows how much they can get from the seller based on what kind of program or what your down payment is. Unfortunately, I see contracts all the time where agents ask for more than what's allowed or they don't ask for enough. We appreciate you being lucky lucky enough to be part of the greatest show ever. But don't fret, because next week, tune in to MortgageGumbo.com, and you'll be part of next week's greatest show ever. Till next week, Gumbo Nation, keep stirring the pot. <laughs>